0: Hi creative fashion designers, welcome to Designers Thrive and today we'll be looking at those harmful habits that can hinder, that can mount your fashion business. Though we are all imperfect when it comes to business and all aspects of life, no one is perfect. But you see all these habits take as actually something that can be managed and as always, Hannah Adebile is my name and today we will be knowing how these habits what these habits are how they can damage your fashion business and how she can prevent them from damaging your fashion business so what are these habits that can damage your fashion business the number one habit that can damage any career in this world, any career, is continuously embracing the old system of things. Like fashion as a career, as a profession, it's it's something that doesn't sit a second. It keeps moving, it keeps running. So you mean calling yourself a fashion designer and you say no to continuous learning? Okay, it's the way I've been taught when I learned laundry, It's the way I've been taught when I was in my fashion school. I want to continue doing things. My brother, my sister, in the world of sewing, the world of fashion designing, it's a no-no. It won't work that way. So like, for example, okay, let me give you an example. At this age and stage, we still have people using bias to turn the neckline of dress. Oh, it can say, Oh, it won't have lining, it won't have lining. I just want it, just something so simple like that. And the next thing they see, see, they will use bias. Please, what happened to the excess of that fabric that you can use to cut? Um, facing, tell them the clothes won't be enough. Tell them the clothes won't be enough. Don't let them like it. irritates me. And it's, no matter how expensive the dress is, we've merely seen bias using us turning the neckline pissed me off and makes detail or, or the seamstress or whatsoever fashion brand produced that dress as an edited one because the world has evolved, the world has moved so another thing is we still have people that cut the back bodies the front one making the half length or shoulder to waist very equal we the way our body is curated, the front is absolutely longer to the back because of our boobs. That's in female clothing. In female clothing, that's the main clothing? In female clothing, our bust makes our shoulder to waist our front, our length longer to the, our back. Let me for example, my front, my front flint is 16, when my pack up, our flint is 14. Except you are making a 2 day dress, which is a dress without that, should you use the same outfit or both front and back? But you're making a bustier or anything, and we still have people using the outfit or both front and back as the same thing. My dear sisters and brother, it's a no, no, no. Check it out. Just measure one of your customers, like, okay, measure the athletes for the front and measure the back separately. You see, it's obviously different. The front is always longer than the back because of the bust, it's broad suits, it's produced. So, So, it's an, actually an outdated character, it's an, in part, tailoring you should avoid. Another thing is looking for way out, easy way out, in terms of cutting or sewing, like, it reminds me of when i was still learning to learn or whenever i see my students feeling too tired to lose or just sewing without ironing feel like okay let me sew without ironing it makes my work more faster my dear what you sew is what you shall rip you will rip it with the same rip out of a blade or scissors so being a fashion designer you will just see a mistake and just carry your eyes away take your eyes off it no the moment you're noticing a mistake you should correct it immediately not that you try to hide it with iron or whatsoever you correct it correcting it immediately give your work more beautiful finishing more perfect look and fit theirs. so looking for, for the easy way out <laughs> the shortest route is not always the fastest you might actually have to come back to lose the entire thing if your customer doesn't like it or your customer might even made up their mind not to patronize you anymore so what's the next thing not keeping up with trends (laughs) and style this is the problem most people have they actually don't know this is a bad habit but they just felt tailoring is not for them because they feel too big or they feel they've known everything and they are not paying for advanced courses they are not sitting to to, or they feel too big to ask questions when they see a style they feel like i have no need even the person that taught me fashion design designing the fashion school i went to if she sees something so like not really so big but she actually don't understand it she doesn't hesitate to give me a call hey one come let's I saw something like let's trash it out she doesn't feel too big and that was how i learned i don't feel too big as well because if you're feeling too big to so, to so ask questions about the latest trend you did not know will automatically make you outdated in the fashion industry and people won't patronize you because the more you so change the styles, the more you attract customers to yourself. The more you search so change the styles, you wear them yourself, you display them in your showroom, the more you attract more customers. So do not hesitate to pay for advanc- advanced classes. Do not hesitate to ask questions when you do not have. Another bad tailoring habit people have is bad color combination. Bad color combination. Ah, like at times, uh, 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 at times you see someone wearing a pink dress, and the next thing you're seeing is a grey zip at the front, at the back, at the side, or lining. They feel like maybe it will just be inside. Like they've actually turned lining to to a sleeve that doesn't have fillings. Like the main fabric and the thing is you know as much as we take care of the fabric the original fabric you have to take care of the lining like that because lining is part of the clothing it's actually the one that beautify the clothes not even the major one people are seeing outside so you're using a black lining for for you using a black lining give me a color for a yellow dress it doesn't make a sense it shows how compliant your hair it's it's real fashion business your, your customer might not tell you but the moment they wash their clothes and they display it outside and someone else asks them like oh where's your tailor Who made this dress i feel like ah is that tailor down the street or they won't even say give me a contact i want her to make a dress for me so you have to know color combinations color wheel what color of What color of trimmings are you attaching to a dress? What color of lining are you using? What color of thread? That's the most common one. What color of thread are you using? There are actually some clothes that the best thread to use for them is a transparent thread. It can be the black, it can be the white, it can be the color of the fabric. Just transparent. It will look so seamless. People will be wondering, did they come these old clothes together? But no, my dear, it's a transparent thread. So, Avoid that polite color combination, please. Ah, the mother of all these bad habit is not learning how to say no. Hmm. It will put you into trouble. It will put your brand into trouble. It won't make people trust you anymore. And it will reduce the rate of your customer. There are actually some people I love to I refer to them as just bluntly radio. Radio. They won't tell people it's their fault, they will tell you it's the fault of their fashion designer. For example, assuming an Apple body shape person bring a dress and actually chose a style of hourglass person, after persuading and letting them know, oh, this dress won't look good on you. And they insisted on, just make it like that, I want it like that. My dear, to have a story that touches with no more. So I'll read the story of what I hold out for. was what I got. Reject their clothes. Just tell them you can't this dress will you sure So not look good on them and they're not ready to add, they're not ready to let you help them do the bomb bomb to shape it to do the contouring, add padding to the bomb bomb. They don't want that, they'll say it's it be too heavy, I won't be able to wear it. No. Another thing is when they bring a clothes that doesn't match with your, with your regulations of deadline. Maybe for example, I want to collect clothes at least the minimum of two weeks. No matter how simple the style is, the minimum of two weeks the clothes should get, ready, should get to me. You know, when someone, okay, they actually bought the dress yesterday and they want to collect it today and it's not even a simple dress and you collected it and it doesn't turn out well they will track you and on this in, in this life of social media they will track your ass and you, do you feel like it's not my fault now they just brought the clothes yesterday they won't tell the world is their fault they will say it's your fault being a fashion designer a tailor whatsoever beautiful name it is you call your clo- your call yourself so please learn to say no learn to say no do you know the disaster, the most dangerous of all these bad ads, of all these bad tailoring bits is learning to practice with your customers' fabric. Hey, people that learn a new style with a customer fabric, they have mind, though. They have mine. Like the risk is, it's not just riskable. The risk is not riskable. Forget the years you've spent there. If the style you've not, you've never sewn. But you have little idea about it. Don't use idea to call somebody else fabric. What if it doesn't turn out well? Then you persuaded them to take the style like that, and they did, they agree. And it doesn't turn out well. You yourself, you know, it doesn't turn out well. And they won't like it. They won't. And some people, because some customers will never come back to you. They'll tell you you ruined their fabric, you ruined the style they chose. They'll fight you, shouting. <sighs> Never have I have any cost for any customer to come and shout on my head. But because it's it's your style you don't know how to make, tell them no. Or just give them one high price and let them find their way out. So you're collecting it and even risking a style with somebody else's material. And the funny thing about also materials is you can't find them. It might be a sample material, you won't be able to find them after you destroy their material. And some customers are like, whether the devil like it or not, whether Jesus will accept it or not, they're collecting an entire new fabric. Please, where will you find the fabric and go? So to have a story that touches with some more, don't practice with any customer's fabric. Do not. Use yours. African print is very cheap. Buy. Use it. Just choose it. So what is even the reason behind what I was um all that fast what I got? The major reason is lack of style interpretation. See this lack of style interpretation has put a lot of fashion designers or tailor into trouble. The first whenever a, um, a client pick a style, the first thing you check is what neckline does this have, what type of sleeve, okay. Where does it have joining? Does it have tail at the back? Does it have slit at the front? Does it have a keyhole? These are the things necessary information you need to get ready before even cutting the cloth or your pattern. You have to know. You have to be able to analyze and interpret a style. Lack lack of style interpretation is a very bad habit. Now it's damaged. It has damaged a lot of fashion homes. Fashion houses, fashion shops, whatsoever. So, if it's actually something you don't know, you've merely seen a style, just sit down, um, just watch, zoom it out. Okay, the neckline is a canoe neckline, or is a coat shoulder style, is a, is a drop shoulder style. You, you, you analyze, you interpret. Once you're done analyzing and you're done interpreting, Okay, fine. You can proceed to cutting of your pattern or clothes. So, what other sort of, um ability do you think can destroy fashion business? Lack of costing ability. You can't do costing. Well, if you can't, if you don't know how to do costing, I have an episode on that. You can check other episodes. I have an episode that teaches you on how to do a costing, so you won't get on that page. a fashion designer and at the end of the day you will be left with no gain or at even apart you being left with no gain you won't be able to meet up with the design they want you don't have enough money to get the trimmings and all that so you can check that episode out so the last but not the least on my list is part packaging and delay in delivery Delaying in delivery annoys customers. Like, it's annoys. It's odds. Like, how can you promise a customer, okay, your dress will be ready on Wednesday and on Tuesday, you've not even touched it. Not a talk of cutting it. You've not cut it. It's unfair. It, It doesn't speak well of a fashion business, of a tailor, of a fashion brand. It doesn't speak well. So when you have a late delivery, the film, you're not so professional about the work you're doing, you don't even know what it is that you are doing. So to avoid all these stories that touches or to avoid all these habits that you your fashion home, that you fashion businesses, please take note of them. Which one do you do the most? Which one do you know you have to work on? please to work on it and please if there's anyone i missed or i forgot to measure you can let me know on my social media at, at joanna.debile across social media or joanna.debile at gmail.com you can message me on my whatsapp at 08100212034 you can message me on my whatsapp at 0810021 3044 please let me know if you have a question suggestion or contribution and thanks for listening kindly share with your fellow fashion designer and review this podcast till i come your beautiful way again drive safely in the world of fashion